We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, Friday, March the 17th, 2023. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you all tuning in. I see Justin, Darren, Xavier, Brendan, Madison, Justin Langford, Gad. What's going on? Also those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel. Be sure your questions are answered there. We are live. We are rocking. We are rolling here on this Friday Game day as well as South Carolina women's basketball begins their quest for the national championship. It looks like Brendan is tuned in live from Colonial Life Arena. I would assume, Brendan, you are watching game one. I got to be honest, I could not even tell you who's playing in game one, but I think there is a game going on right now at the CLA. Of course, South Carolina going to tip off around 2 o'clock or so, 2 o'clock is the estimated start time 
for the Gamecocks game against Norfolk State. Also, it is still game day for South Carolina baseball as we await. Um, I'll be surprised if they get the game in tonight, but there has been no word from anybody regarding first pitch. So, we shall see. The weather does not look great in Athens, but I would assume they're probably just waiting it out, trying to see if they can squeeze this game in tonight. I, I don't know why they don't just move it back, but... Uh, either way, we shall see. I would like for them to get the game in tonight. Honestly, I would like to not have to deal with a doubleheader tomorrow. But we shall see it as we look right now up to date at the hourly forecast for Athens, Georgia. Uh, it looks like it looks like it's actually getting better. It looks like the weather forecast is actually getting a little bit better. Um, but it is a hundred. It's ninety percent, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's at four, five, and six. 98% at 7, 87% at 8. Then it drops down to 62% at 9 o'clock, 56% at 10. So I wonder if they're going to try to play this thing late into the night. You never know. But either way, we shall see. We'll roll with the punches either way. Brendan says it's Marquette, excuse me, Marquette and USF who are playing right now. Um Either way, Bruin Nation, C. Youngblood, Ronnie Pace. What's going on, John Edward? Appreciate y'all. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone, to those who celebrate. I do not have any green on. Shame on me. But uh, either way, we are rocking. We are rolling. It is St. Patty's Day. And I know my Rippers down in Savannah, they are primed for a huge weekend this weekend down in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, Going to be a really good time. Either way, guys, of course, it's always TDC brought to you by our friends over at Prize picks. Go down the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. When you do, use that promo code. <clears throat> excuse me. Use that promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, you can play anything and everything. Of course, March Madness in full swing right now. What a day of games it was yesterday. Uh, some crazy, crazy games across the board. Uh, you can play with our friends at Price Picks and win money, right, with the prop plays there. So, again, go download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Again, guys, we are taking your questions, comments, calls, 843 843- 790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this uh, Friday. TGIF, March the 17th, 2023. You know, it's crazy, guys. Uh, a year ago, basically this time, it was not to the date because I think it would have been tomorrow, but a year ago, we were actually heading up to... Knoxville, Tennessee, to watch the Gamecocks take on the Tennessee Volunteers in a series in which South Carolina, of course, got swept and uh, was not a very fun weekend. Either way, I think it'll be a lot more fun this time around in regards to heading uh, to Athens, Georgia, to take on the Bulldogs. Madison says, new shirt looks cool. Yeah, so it says women's basketball school. It's actually not a new shirt, though, Madison. This has been on our store for quite a while, but, yeah, the women's basketball school merch. You know, we released this. I think it was last year, or was it? I think it was last year, maybe two years ago. Either way, though, it was a time in which the other sports were kind of doing okay, not great, so it made a lot of sense. You know, there are some people that maybe argue would argue now 
Maybe we're not a women's basketball school. I don't know. It's just all in good fun. It's more to celebrate our women's basketball team, women's basketball program, and, uh, yeah, show them the love they absolutely deserve. By the way, guys, apologies for the kind of weird lighting in here right now. It is really dark outside, and we've got the ring light going, and it's just creating this weird contrast behind me. Either way, no big deal. Uh, oh, Madison, you're talking about the, the the To The Moon shirt. Okay, okay, the new shirt. Okay, I thought you were talking about the one I was wearing. Yes, yes, the shirt we dropped yesterday. The Beamer Ball To The Moon Tour, those T-shirts will be, be available exclusively on our TSUS Spring Tour at Carolina Ale House over the next six weeks or so. We'll get it rolling next Thursday in Columbia. Then we'll be in Greenville for a little bit. Then we'll jump around from Somerville to Fort Mill to Myrtle Beach. Going to be a really, really good time. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, that may be some merch we might over the summer. I I don't know yet. I I don't know. I, I would like for there to be, am I limiting sales somewhat? Probably so, but I want it to be an exclusive item to where the only way that you can get it is if you come out to the event. That is the entire point, right? It's like I said, guys, when you go on tour and see like one of your favorite artists or whatever, and you you can only get a tour shirt if you go to the concert, if you go on the tour event, that's how I want these shirts to be. I, I, I want these to be an exclusive item. This is almost like a thank you to those who are willing to actually come out to the events, uh, and Madison, we will have 2X, my initial order. I've got every, everything from medium to 2X. If we get a demand for anything else, <clears throat> if we get a demand for anything else, I will start to order those and have them on hand because we you know, we only put in an order for 50 shirts for the Columbia date. I'm hoping we sell out in five seconds. But uh, yes, Madison, I will have a 2X on hand. Absolutely no need to fret. I will have 2X on hand. But uh yeah, I mean, I think this is something we are going to do that. I, I think it's going to be something that's going to be exclusive to those who come out to these tour dates, and we'll have the tour in the spring and in the summer, right? So we're going to do this again. This ends end of April. It will, uh, yeah, ends end of April. I think April 27th is the final date. We will pick this back up and do it again probably, <clears throat> I think last year it was end of July to – end of August, middle of July to end of August, something like that. So we'll, we'll, we'll do it again over the summer. We'll do it again over the summer, but this is going to be an exclusive item. I cannot promise that this will ever get released on our store. So if you want this piece of merch, you have to come out to the Carolina Alehouse Tour events. Austin Miller, do you have a Schmedium? My guy, we've got Comfort Colors Pocket Tees, and they run medium to double X, whatever you uh, – I mean, I, I think a medium is probably going to be your best bet. So a medium will probably be your best bet there. I just, I don't have a lot of smalls, man, just because I, not a lot of people wear smalls. Like I, I tried to get the sizes that, you know, obviously the most sizes I got were large and extra large. I try to get the sizes that most people will wear. Uh, of course, again, we do have mediums. We do have two X's. And as the, as the requests come in, um, you know, I, I, I will make adjustments going moving forward, but uh, that's where we're at right now. Anyways, guys, 8437903377. That's 8437903377. Here on this Friday, March the 17th, 2023. Really, truly, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. It's been a fantastic week of content in case you missed it. Make sure you check out the podcast that dropped yesterday, episode 767, right? Full breakdown of this weekend, the series, everything that you need to know. Um, also, we talked a little bit of spring ball, top position battles to watch for, really exciting stuff as we navigate through the spring in the middle of March. I mean, it's crazy, man. 2023 is just flying by. Time flies when you're having fun, certainly. 
I tell you guys that all the time. And, and you know what's crazy? This week, I think, has gone by much quicker than last week even did. And I was on vacation. And so you're like, how, 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 how is that possible? You know, how could this week go by quicker than last week? I'm telling you, man, it's just like when you are, when you are on relentless pursuit of your passions and your dreams and your goals, if you will, right? And what you feel like you're meant to be doing. Uh, my weeks fly by, folks. I mean, my, my, my weeks truly, genuinely fly by. I have a blast. I have a blast doing what I do. So uh, it's been an incredible week. Again, I want to say thank you all so much for the continued love and support, as you see here on my head, by the way, guys. If you have not gotten yours yet, the Beamer Rattler 2023 merch is on the store, of course, tsus.store. We've still also got Beamer Ball towels available, koozies. I've actually got a batch of those shipping out today. Uh, we've got the 7 plus 3 equals touchdown merch. We've got the Heisman with the 7 merch. Of course, Beamer Ball, Shane Storm, everything you can think of. We've got it over at tsus.store. Store. Be sure to check us out. By the way, before anybody asks, I'm still waiting. We are still waiting on the big news to drop. It's it's just it's you got to be patient when it comes to litigation and back and forth, and you just have to be patient. So <laughs> you just have to be patient. Um. Anyways, let's see. Oh, crap. I forgot. Let's see. Um, so, Drake is going on tour, by the way. His tickets went on sale, I think, at noon, and I'd almost guarantee you I ain't going to get one. I bet you, I bet you it's insane. Let's see. I'm doing this. At, I, don't, I don't care. I'm doing this actively while I'm on the phone with you, or while I'm on the on the show with you guys, Drake has dropped tickets. <laughs> they went live at noon. I would like to personally go see Drake in concert. Um, let's see. We're in the queue. 2,000 plus people. Wow. And the tickets are already absurd. I'm talking four, five, six hundred dollars a piece. So I probably won't end up going. I probably won't end up going. Let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines here. And we got a spam call. I don't know who that was. Uh, anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. I mean, it's it's crazy. I actually saw a TikTok about this, I think, yesterday or something. But, like, going to concerts now, unless it's a smaller artist, bro, you, you can't go see anybody. Like, you really cannot go see anyone. Oh, the public on sale starts at 1, 1 o'clock Eastern. Okay, so I'm actually ahead of time then. Okay, how about that? How about that? Love to see it. On sale to the general public at 1 o'clock Eastern. Okay, and I'm in the queue, so there you go. Hmm. 
Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Let's see. Ronnie Pace says, Guns N' Roses coming to Charlotte in August. Tickets are 60 bucks. Well, that's because Guns N' Roses was relevant like 40 years ago, Ronnie. No offense. I'm just saying. No, listen, I got love for Guns N' Roses, but I'm I'm, I'm surprised they're still performing, honestly. That could be fun, though. I mean, that, that, that could be fun. I like classic rock, Ronnie. I really do. My, I mean, obviously, my dad put me on it, and that's you know, that's all my dad listens to is classic rock or, or whatever. Would also listen to Bob Marley, stuff like that. But, I mean, Ronnie, there's a reason Guns N' Roses is sick. Are, are there – let me ask you this. Are there any bands from that era that would be, like, ridiculously priced to go see? Is there anybody from that era that you would say is, like, still, like, an icon? You know what I mean? Like, is there anybody that – could charge 500 bucks a ticket. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that you should pay that. I'm, I'm not saying I like the fact tickets are that expensive because, like, I went to Morgan Wallen last year. The only reason I went is because I got a free ticket. Those tickets were absurd. And, like, to me, to me, the fact that people will pay that much money, and I, I respect it. I respect it, dude. Hey, listen, if you're Morgan Wallen, get it. You know what I'm saying? If you're Morgan Wallen – you have built yourself up to a point where people want to pay that amount to come see you by all means. And I, I don't even know if it's him, though, charging those prices. I think it's more so just just third party, right? Third party tickets and all that. But, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know, man. I think it's wild people are paying like 500 bucks. Um, 500 bucks for tickets, so... Anyways, guys, let's see. Metallica Bruin Nation says, Ronnie Pace. Yeah, all the country artists, all the popular country artists, their 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 concerts are ridiculous. All of them are ridiculous. So, yeah, they're crazy. Guys, really excited for the weekend. The series against Georgia also today. I mean, I, I you know, the Gamecocks are 50-point favorites. <laughs> They're 50-point favorites. So, yeah, we we, we will see. I, it, it's going to be a blowout. Brendan, Brendan's going to be leaving by halftime. It'll be so lopsided. No, nah, I'm kidding. Brendan will stay the whole time. Let's see. Joseph, no, don't get it because all it does is push the consumer society. It's ridiculous the amount of stuff costs. The fact people are dumb enough to buy it. Well, I mean, Joseph, people are going to spend. I mean, hey, Joseph, Joseph, it's funny that you are, or even I, right, or anybody says that because you say that, but then we spend money on tickets to go watch South kind of football, and there's some people that say that's stupid. There's some people that say that's ridiculous. There's some people that say you're dumb enough to go buy and watch a college team. So, People just spend money on things they like. You know what I mean? You, you can't blame them. People spend money on things they like. It's cool to like things. Let people like things. If you like concerts. Some people, that's what they do. They do concerts. You know? Some people, that's what they do. They do concerts. So, 
Ronnie Pace says, Jason Aldean's the best show for the money. Charlotte at PNC tickets are 50 to 60 bucks. He puts on one hell of a show. I, a lot of country a lot of country concerts are really good concerts. Lynn Turner, bench players, going to get a lot of playing time. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Uh, I don't know if Brennan M's still tuned in, but if he is, how's the, uh, how's the environment at CLA right now? How's the environment at CLA? Let's see. Let's jump to the TDC Questions channel. Oh, that's right. We did release the shirt after the uh, after the natty. Yes, by the way, Chase asked the question. So the Beamer Ball to the Moon, Beamer Ball to the Moon 2023 Tour t-shirts, they're only going to be available if you come to the locations, come to the TSUS Tour location, or if you are in the Big Cock Club, there will be a link for you to purchase those shirts. Yes, if you're in the Big Cock Club, you will have the opportunity to purchase that shirt. It's going to be an exclusive thing, but if you're in the BCC, you are covered. Uh, Panic Critter says, Panic Critter's worried about the ladies and baseball. Panic Critter, again, we are literally, we are literally 50-point favorites. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, Erting Irie Kiss's final tour last show, front row Madison Square Garden, was $1,000 per ticket. Okay, well, that makes sense. They are iconic. They're iconic for sure, but... uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna see how much these Drake tickets are, but I mean, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay anything crazy. I'm I'm not gonna do anything crazy. So, uh, let's see. Anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Been a fantastic week, and check out the podcast. Really good one yesterday. Uh, really really great show. Hey, did anybody watch the SEC baseball last night? I know we're all all eyes are on March Madness. And, uh, you know, I'll say, how about the Furman Paladins putting on for the state of South Carolina? Uh, I guess College of Charleston lost, right? Did they lose? I'm assuming they lost because I didn't see anything. Yeah, they lost 63 to 57 to San Diego State. So you, we will not get the, the Charleston-Furman game that many were hoping for. Uh, it'll be San Diego State and Furman tomorrow. But uh, how about the Furman Paladins, man? What a crazy end of the game that was. And again, I, you know, all that, uh, you know, all that, uh, all I could think was just when is South Carolina going to be in the dance? Like, when are we going to be back? Austin Miller says, does one need a large cock to join the BCC? Austin, I will, uh, I'll just take your word for it, my guy. If you're willing to pay the $9.99 per month, no, no, uh, no, no validation, no proof for validation needed for me, my guy. So, but if you have to ask a question like that, then that tells me all I need to know, Austin. Unfortunately, sorry about you. Sorry about it, Justin. When is TSUS in Myrtle Beach, and where? So, Myrtle Beach will be at the Carolina Ale House location, right in Myrtle. We'll be at that Carolina Ale House in Myrtle about a week before the event. We will drop the graphic with the address the start time we're in myrtle beach april the 27th it's actually our last tour date i saved it for last uh specifically because i wanted to um you know get the warmest weather possible and enjoy the beach if you will and and make that a good time but april the 27th we will be there yeah cfc lost for sure Uh, todd smith if south carolina football goes to a natty i'll mortgage the house yeah that'll be awesome yeah let's when, when we get there, my friend, hopefully when we get there. Not if, but when. Not if, but when. Not if, but when. 
But yeah, crazy game by Furman. And again, it just made me think like, when is South Carolina going to get there? You know what I mean? Like, when are the Gamecocks going to put together a product that can make a run again or just even get to March Madness again? That would be fantastic. I don't know. I don't know when. Either way, in the meantime, though, we'll enjoy South Carolina women's basketball. What Dawn Staley and company are doing, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely incredible what they're doing. And I'm expecting another blowout win today and on, on the way to on the way to another national championship, honestly. Austin Ward, what's up, man? What's going on? Brennan M, halftime. Marquette 32, South Florida 27. Okay, Marquette up at half at the women's game at CLA. Love it. Love to see it. Guys, again, I was just taking a look, by the way, and I told you guys I was going to do this. I was taking a look at our uh, our preseason schedule, you know, because I thought to myself, what could we do? I, I'm kind of torn, though. You know, I've said before, like, what could we do to bring a little bit more juice to the spring, right? Maybe there's some of this football content we could move that we could move to the spring, right, versus just doing it all, cramming it all in the months of July and August in preseason content. But I don't know. The other side of me, I'm like, maybe the spring doesn't need more juice. You know, like, maybe this is just the time of year, like, we're supposed to kind of relax. You know what I mean? And, like, gear it down a little bit in the sense of, I mean, we're still making content. We're still, I mean, I'm still posting just as much. I still get after it just the same. And I love baseball, obviously, but – I'm like, maybe this is supposed to feel different. Maybe it's supposed to be different this time of year. It's not supposed to be the the craziness of football season. You know what I mean? Because once July hits, once July 4th hits, really, uh, we will get into, but we'll go back to three shows per week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I mean, we'll do everything from our, the game-by-game game predictions. That'll come right after July 4th. The whole season preview series, offense, defense, special teams. We'll get into SEC media days, our opponent previews. We'll get into position unit previews. And from there, I mean, it's it's on, right? It's on. It's absolutely on. So, uh, I don't know. I kind of like the setup we have right now. I mean, we're still staying very productive right now. We're, we're being very efficient. I love the way things are rocking right now. And I'm excited for this weekend for the baseball series. Uh, again, Gamecocks, Georgia, big one tonight. If they do get to play, Jaden Wood against Will Sanders. And you feel like South Carolina, again, I don't know if this was announced yesterday. I think it was, actually. I think it was actually announced yesterday when we went live, that Georgia is TBA on the bump on Sunday. So, you know, they've, they've got some troubles on the mound. They've been swinging it really well, but they do have troubles uh, on the bump. And I think South Carolina can expose that and take advantage of that, as we talked yesterday. I, I just think pitching depth, yet again, is, is something, like I said, where you can really take advantage of. And, and uh, you know, if, if you're patient swinging it and you can work counts and you knock those starters out in, let's say, the fourth or fifth inning, I think you're going to put yourself in a really, really good position to win this series. Let's see. Um, David Barnes, any chance a defensive player gets a look at running back? Maybe a linebacker or DB? I think Eamon Worry would do well. No. God, David, no. David, you don't take your arguably best player on defense and put him at you – know, I just – you don't do that. I, I don't think you do that. Um, they'll go to the portal, David. I, I've not heard anything about any sort of position changes. Uh, I, I don't think you'll see any position changes. I, I don't see it at all. I don't see it at all. Um Nah, I, I you you certainly don't take a guy like Nicky Mawari and David just because Nicky Mawari's big that doesn't make him a good running back. That's I mean that has nothing to do with with playing running back. He says also who gets carries on third and three or fourth and two. David, we don't know right now. 
Bottom line is we do not know. I mean, right now, Mario Anderson would be that guy. You you just, David, you're going to have to go to the portal. That's why I was asked, you know, who's going to be the starting running back coming out of spring? It doesn't matter. Your, Your starting running back is not on campus. I fully believe that. I would expect you to go pick up two guys. I really would. Because realistically, when you look at the running back room, the only guys that are going to compete to actually play, Juju's going to play, Mario Anderson's going to play, uh, maybe Dontavious Braswell's a true freshman, but like the rest of the guys aren't going to play. You need more bodies. You need more SEC bodies. SEC bodies at the running back position. Todd Smith, Chris, do you think Doty will still be a Gamecock after spring ball with as many quarterbacks on the team? Todd, I, I think Luke Doty is the carry-on joiner without all the highlights. And what I mean by that is I think he's a Gamecock through and through. I, I don't think playing time is going to impact his decision to stay or to go. I think he's just going to ride it out at South Carolina either way. And I think he loves being a Gamecock, right? I think he loves being a Gamecock. But from what I can tell, and, and I and – I, I don't necessarily want to speak for him, but for Luke Doty, is playing time the most important thing? Because if it was, I just don't, I don't see a scenario in which he'd still be here. If it was, I don't see a scenario in which he'd still be on this roster. So I think Luke Doty is literally Dak Joyner just without all the, the highlights and the playing time and, 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 the, and the notoriety. I mean, they're basically the same guy. They're pretty much the same guy. One has just made more big-time highlight plays and – gotten some more opportunities than the other but no I think Luke Doty's here to stay I think Luke Doty's all Gamecock and you tip your cap to a guy like that but you know I I think the whole conversation around Luke Doty is he going to transfer is he still going to be here guys if he was going to transfer he'd have been gone I mean he would have been gone as soon as Spencer Rattler made his intentions clear that he was coming back Luke Doty would have been gone so I think Luke Doty's going to be here to stay and I think Luke Doty's all Gamecock uh, you know, because I, I was one Todd as well that I talked about that, right? That was one that we talked about for a while. You know, what's it mean for Luke Doty? What's he going to do? I think he would have left. If he if he wanted to leave and wanted to pursue playing time, I think he would have been gone, you know? Jeff Gulich, as I agree, springtime is vacations, school events, end of school. There's just a lot happening in the spring going into summer. You know, for sure, Jeff, for sure. It's a different vibe. Jeff, it's a different vibe because, you know, and I, and I only talk about it so much because it's fascinating, right? Like, the way football dominates everything else, is it's just fascinating to me. I don't dislike it. It's just fascinating. But to your point, Jeff, like, life is still going on August through December. But it's almost like life gets, like, everything gets prioritized around kickoff. Everything gets prioritized around football. It's, you know, football season is not just one of these things where it's like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll do that too. No, it's like football is what we're doing. And then we're going to work everything else around it. We're going to work everything else around the football season. It's just wild to me, man. It's it's crazy to me how it moves the needle in that manner. You know, baseball is America's pastime. But football is king in this country. I mean, there's just no question. When you think about college, you think about the NFL, football is king in this country. I mean, there's just nothing that moves. And again, it's one – I understand why now. It's because of the scarcity. It really is. It's because of the fact you only have 
you know, 12 to, if you're in the NFL, 17, whatever. There, there's a very limited amount of opportunity to watch your favorite players play and to watch your team go to battle. Very, very few opportunities. I mean, in baseball, you play three games in a weekend, right? You play a 56-game regular season. You play 162 games in the MLB regular season. Basketball, same way, long season, right? So I get it. I get it. I totally get it. But it's just being on this side, it's interesting, you know, doing what I do. I've learned that I used to think, I used to think, <clears throat> that there was football season, men's basketball season, women's basketball season, baseball season, etc. Right? Etc. I've learned now there's two seasons. It's either football season or it's the off season. <laughs> that's kind of how that's kind of how people that's kind of how people, you know, structure their year, if you will. I mean, I found myself doing that too. To be honest with you, I mean, during football season, I'm just all locked in on football, and I'm going to try to find more balance during the football season. But it is somewhat tough because it's such a grind, and you're staying so after it consistently. But, I mean, I've gone from that to, like, now, man, I'm, I'm, I'm playing golf. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, it's a different vibe, dude. It's a different vibe. It's a much different vibe. So, anyways, enough of a rant about that. But it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I, I I like it. I enjoy it. You know, I mean, if the I'll just say this: if the entire year was like football season, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like that because I actually do love the I I, I like I love I people you know always people always ask me all the time like what's your favorite whatever. I do love the chilled, laid back nature of baseball. You know what I mean? Because it's such a contrast to football where it just feels like. Shit is like so tight and intense, like intense all the time. I love the fact that like baseball, we can kind of just kick it. Like we can, if you lose a game, it's like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get them tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like, it's a nice change up. Honestly, it's a really nice change up. Truly. Keith said, I had high hopes for Colton. Looks like he'll never hit the field. Wonder why he's still here. Well, Keith, again, for some guys playing time is not the number one priority. Colvin Hall, so many fewer games, way more relevant, much more violent, more open field, and more seemingly athletic moves. Football has so many more players, so kids growing up were more able to be in the football team. Yeah, that's a good point. No, that's a good point. Coleman, you make all valid points. Again, I'm not complaining about it. I'm not complaining about it. Uh, you know, I just – it's just it's just interesting. It's just interesting. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Looks like Robbie Davis just tried. Oh, my apologies. I had do not disturb on the call. Robbie, if you'd like to call back in, I did not realize. You know what it was? I had do not disturb on from yesterday when we had J.C. Sherwood on the show. If Robbie Davis would like to call in, I do apologize. Sent Robbie straight to voicemail. I bet he was confused. Um, let's see. Austin Moore, it is still up in the air if South Carolina and Georgia will be playing this afternoon, I hope they are. I hope they are. Um, hopefully, they find a way to get that to get that uh, that game in tonight. Let's see. Brendan says, "I feel that as a band nerd, that four month stretch from brand, from band camp through bowl practices. Yeah, it's 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 nonstop, isn't it, Brendan? All right, let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines here. Call from Robbie Davis, Zachary Hall of Famer. Robbie, what's up, man? How are you? 
I'm doing fantastic on this Friday. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic as well, my friend. I appreciate you asking. What's going on? First things first, congrats to Furman. Okay, congrats to Furman on winning the game. To be honest, I was not expecting Furman to to uh, beat Virginia, but that gummit, that's one. That's the reason why I love the love March Madness is because basically, if you don't play, if you don't. If you don't play your A game, you can lose to anybody in that tournament. And Virginia losing to Furman is proof of that. Yeah, crazy, crazy game indeed, man. That was that was a wild finish and uh, cool seeing a team from the state of South Carolina, you know, advance in that way. And yeah, yeah you know, being here in the Upstate, especially, man, I, I, you know, I know people are going wild in downtown Greenville and stuff. So it was, uh, it's a cool thing. It's a really, really cool thing that uh, that Furman is advancing, and we'll see if they can kind of be this year's Cinderella. That would be amazing if that was true, if that was to happen. So I guess it's safe to say for the men's tournament, I'm a Paladin fan. <laughs> yeah, no, I think a lot but, of, yeah, um, I think a lot of people are pulling for him, no doubt. And also to the quest, to, to the whole putting the deuce, putting the defense player on the offensive side of the ball. Are you crazy? Who said that? Who was it that brought just, that up? Because that is – that's that. – Just somebody no, commented, man. Don't put Some, your, somebody commented. You don't, put, you don't put your best defender on the offensive side of the ball. Don't – no. <clears throat> no. You just find somebody else on the offensive side of the ball and go from there. You do not put your best defender on the offensive side of the ball. No, absolutely not. If you do that, guess what? You're probably not going to be coaching there for very long, wherever you're coaching. Okay, you're it's probably you're probably going to get your pink slip and be told to leave. Indeed, yeah. No, I mean, listen. I, I, there have been there have been there have been times over the years where a position change has has worked. Yeah, I, I just don't think moving Imamori. I mean, there's nothing that tells me that he could even play running back. So, you know, I understand we want to try to find a guy, but I, I just, you know, I think you got to be patient and, and go to the portal, and there'll be guys out there that you can you can scoop up. And I think we will do that. Sure. I think we absolutely, absolutely will do that. Mm-hmm. And also, if by some miracle they get the game in today. My prediction is six to two for today if they get the game in today. Either way, it's my prediction. Even if they don't get it in today, that's my prediction for today. Then Saturday, I got us winning again three to one. And then for the Sunday game, I have us losing. So I got us taking two out of three. <clears throat> Robbie, my good friend Brendan is at CLA right now, uh, awaiting the women's star. He wants to know what your prediction is for the women's game. An ass whooping for Norfolk State. That's an that's what's going to happen. An ass whooping. 
My any, prediction? Any, any score? Like a, does he want like a score prediction? He, he, he said, I need a Robbie prediction for the women's game. That's all he said. <laughs> um, Eighty-five, and this is probably being very generous, mm-hmm. but 80, 85 to fifty. Eighty-five to fifty. Okay, he says thank you. By the way, yeah, he, he's in the Discord right now. He just said you're thank, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, he just he wanted to know. He wanted to know. Now that's uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, who knows. Who knows? Hey, what, what, hey. But it, but it, I think it will most certainly be a, uh, a blowout. Lopsided W for the for the ladies for sure. Yeah, I think I think it will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. It will definitely be upset of the year if uh, if if Norfolk State beats South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Like, I can't even. I can't even fathom it. I can't even fathom it, my friend. I cannot yeah, even fathom. Like, I I would I would be I would be dumbfounded and wouldn't know what to do if if I saw if I saw us lose to a team that we should not lose to <laughs> when it comes to women's basketball and also I want to go ahead and get this out of the way happy birthday to my cousin Sarah Grace aka SD okay she is going to she's going to go she's going to USC for nursing this fall Okay, this coming fall, she'll be a Gamecock. So, like I said before, I got an excuse to go to go to USC in the fall. So, I was going to call her before I called you, but she's busy shopping. So, hmm. Happy birthday to, to Sarah. Give her so you said Sarah birthday. Grace, is that right? Mm-hmm. Happy mm-hmm. birthday to Sarah Grace, then. Love that. Yeah. So... And I definitely think if they're able to get the baseball game in today, Will Sanders is going to be a man on a mission, okay? Because, like I said last week, he's probably pissed off that he didn't do very well a couple of weeks ago or last week, whichever week, whichever week it was. So he's going, to, he's going to be a man on a mission and prove a, and prove a dang point, okay? He's going to show if he gets the opportunity to that's what i think i think you're right i hope they get the game in tonight but i think you're right man i'm, I'm excited for it i'm excited for it. i just would like to find out if we're actually gonna play or not so yeah I'm i i would assume i mean i, I, I i'm assuming that. we're playing until we hear otherwise so i, I don't you know we'll see but no, I agree well, with I agree with you. I think Will Sanders will throw the baseball well, whether he pitches tonight or tomorrow. I think uh, you know, again, it's a it's a big game. For sure. It's a big game for him. It's uh, you know, a little bit of a homecoming, if you will. Mm-hmm. He's from the state of Georgia, so it's it's always cool to go back. And it's the first conference series of the year, so it's gonna be Yeah. Probably yeah. a little nuts. Yeah, he'll be he'll be jacked up for sure. Yeah, he'll be he will be pumped. But I think I think like I said, at the end of the day, I think we'll take care of business and mm-hmm. show that we have the arms. So and and 
I think, honestly, I'm going. I'm switching to football here for a second. Yeah, and then I'll be done. I promise. No, you're good. <laughs> I think. I think the carry on joiner at running back is a great idea because of how athletic he is. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I think. It, I think it's a great idea. Seriously, I really do. I to, think it's to a great switch idea. to the to switch to the running back position. Yes, I think it's a great idea because just like in college, just like in high school, and he's doing it. If he's got that ball, if he's got the ball in his hands, he's a he's a he's a playmaker. Okay, so I definitely think it is a great idea that they are trying him out at running back. Okay, mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea. You put. You put him, you put him with his athletic ability behind some, some of the big uglies, as some people like to call him. Okay, I think he, I think he can make some stuff happen at run, at the running back position. He might not become a starter, but I think he could, I think he could definitely do something at the running back position. For sure. I mean, I think he's an athlete. And good things happen when he touches the football. By the way, Robbie, uh, tonight's game. It is official, has been postponed due to rain. Doubleheader tomorrow beginning at 2 p.m. Eastern, two nine-inning games. So, no game tonight. No game tonight. It is official. From the so, now game. all I got to worry about is watching the girls beat up. You ain't, you ain't got to worry about nothing, my guy. You ain't got to worry about nothing. That game will be over by 4 o'clock. You can sail into the sunset, my guy. You ain't got, you ain't got nothing to do tonight. You can just chill, watch yeah, TV, eat you some hot pockets, and have a night. Shoot, I might watch your 30 for 30 on my phone. You might. You might. You should. You should. No, yeah, it's uh, – hey, I, wa- I Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah. I actually watched the 30 for 30 while I ate my pork chops and mashed potatoes. Pork, pork chops and mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. Love it. Yeah. What you eating for lunch today, Robbie? I watched – I have no idea. Not a clue. All I know is my stomach is saying, feed me. So, I'm going to go ahead and get over here. Go Gamecocks. And to heck with Clemson, you bunch of losers. Losers. Just accept the fact that y'all are losers because y'all team colors is orange and purple. Okay? Just, just accept it. Okay? All right, buddy. I'm going to go ahead and get over here. Go Lady Gamecocks, all right? We're going to beat Norfolk's butt, okay? All right, buddy. Have a good one. Robbie, you're the man. I appreciate you. Great stuff. Great stuff as always from Robbie Davis. Guys, again, in case you missed it, it is official. The game tonight has been postponed. They will have a doubleheader tomorrow that will start at 2 o'clock on SEC Network plus a pair of nine-inning games. So it is going to be a very, very long day of baseball. As the dogs are barking, something's happening. Uh, it is going to be a very long day of baseball, no doubt. Guys, that being said, we're going to jump into our first break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking the questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Gamecocks football tweeting seven minutes ago that uh, the Shane Beamer Ladies Clinic is officially sold out. How about that? 
Nice job, ladies. Nice job. Nice job. Here we go. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from Savage. What's up, Savage? How are you? Doing good, man. Fantastic. How about you? I'm doing great. Appreciate you asking what's going on. Well, I want to ask you this. I got. I know we did not even catch up from um, the Quincy um, Quincy South Carolina baseball game. I want to give a shout to Leslie Hall. Did a great, amazing job for his um, best collaboration for with um, Cam and all of us to know. So I'm just happy that they had to to go to um, be a, be an A baseball player and on this on Joey. So we got to um, home on the series game, and I we got that um, um, on the series on the thing. So. Let's go. I'm happy for it. Yeah, that, that Clem Suck series was a lot of fun, man. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, seeing the Gamecocks get that W, you know, it doesn't guarantee, it doesn't guarantee that, uh, you know, you'll have a, a great season or make the College World Series, but winning that rivalry series is a really big deal. And, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, no doubt. First thing first, that, um, I know we got, you know, I know we're going to beat Georgia today, and honestly, I heard, I heard that someone's going to be on fourth, fourth, fourth um, point for today, and I kind, of, I'm this is kind of way for us to be, we got to be like beat um Georgia, Georgia and Georgia and stuff. So I know it's going to be a lot, a lot of baseball season this year, this um season year, and possibly we got to figure something out because I want, I want, I want, you know, I want something, I want, I want the players want to go first. said well said savage yeah no for sure i i agree with everything you just said yeah actually I, i'm ready for it. i'm just thinking i'm thinking about like i'll i'll go with like two words that will, i will go two words like Douglas stone day and you know, I, I, I would i would i would be a great idea be a great idea Douglas stone day no good way but uh, like I don't, know, I don't know what i'm saying but it's true it's true like i'm saying so I'm just getting getting um getting well from everything from top to bottom from every every um season that comes they change from moment of lifetime and to be honest with you I, I got I got to support background zone at the same time all the players too the new players too this is and Casey too and honestly I want to I want to be there for all of them and even if you um your podcast too this is wonderful wonderful made that deal and I even I, 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 I want to even say I'm quick. You, 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 you,
gonna watch we're gonna watch your podcast all over all over the internet and be the shit that you are. Well said. Savage, I always appreciate you calling in, my guy. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff from Young Savage. And uh, yeah, well said as always. Uh, we got a text here. Hey, it's Dale. Tell Young Cabbage to take the dip out before the call. <laughs> Travi says Savage would win a run on sentence contest. Oh, my gosh. Does my smoke detector need batteries? I don't hear anything. Maybe it was Savages. I'm assuming it was Savages. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, yeah. No, it's a shame that the game got postponed tonight, but I'm, I'm not surprised, guys. It was like a 100% chance of rain all day and night. And, uh, you know, why not just play tomorrow when you got clear skies? So, guys, I, I think the plan is we are going to run through the live stream watch-alongs as planned, back-to-back. -back. Just uh, what, what, what we'll probably do is this is what we'll definitely do is we will go live at two when the first game starts, right? Because let's see, it says the game's been postponed, double header. Game two will begin one hour after the completion of game one, okay? So yeah, we'll go live on our game one feed at two o'clock, uh, probably around 5, 5.30, game one will end. We will then end that stream, and then at the start of game two, we will go live yet again. That game probably will start about uh, 6.30, right? 6.30 or so, and we'll just run through the rest of the night. So it's going to be a long, long day of baseball. I'll be honest with you. I even considered – I even – I'll tell you this, too, what's crazy. What's crazy is – let's see. What's crazy is this. Athens is not that far away from here. I even considered, like, going to the games. Yeah, Athens is... So, it's an hour and 50 minutes. So, like, it's it's just far enough away enough to be annoying. But it's not that far of a drive. It's not. But if I'm going to go to the games in Athens, I mean, I might as well just... Might as well just uh, do the live stream. So, anyways, it's it's close enough. It's close enough to to make the trip. I don't know. Anyways, Madison, the the yeah the YouTube link, Madison, the the live stream watch along. It's already up on YouTube. If you go to our YouTube, I mean, I'll, I'll share the link right here for you. If you just go to our YouTube, it's crazy. Our friends over at SEC Football Moves the Needle, they're already dropping. They're already dropping season preview and expectations. They dropped an hour ago. Cannot wait to watch that uh, after we get off of here. I'm really curious to see what they have to say. Here, I'll drop the link for you. Um, oh, we also have to change the time. God, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yep. Okay, there is your game one link, Madison. Anybody else who needs it? But if you just go to our YouTube, go to our live videos, you'll see it there. And also, you'll get, if you subscribe to us and you hit that bell icon, you'll get the notification when we go live. How about this, guys? Ray Tanner. 
has been awarded a two-year extension. His new deal runs through June 2026. So, year after year, it seems like we get this speculation. Is this the year Ray Tanner is going to finally hang it up? Is this the year Ray Tanner is going to finally retire? And that doesn't seem to be coming to fruition anytime soon with his new deal running through again June 2026. So, um, you know, I, I think it speaks to Ray Tanner's competitiveness. I, I think it speaks to his fire and his drive. You know, you, you don't do what he's done over the course of his career, both coaching and being an AD, if, if you don't have this burning desire to be great. And he obviously still has that. So, um, you know, and, and I'll say this too. Ray Tanner catches a lot more flack than he deserves. And Ray Tanner, in my eyes, guys, I always have a soft spot for Ray because he's a damn legend. He's a legend. He's a legend. So I think Tanner catches a lot more flat than he deserves. Yes, the Will Muschamp debacle was damn near unforgivable. The the blunder that led to us paying him, what, 14, 15, 16, however many millions of dollars in the buyout, that's damn near unforgivable. But if you look across Gamecocks athletics, I, I would say the athletic department as a whole, it's very healthy. And we're not just talking the main sports. We're not just talking football, basketball, baseball. When you go down the list, the athletic department's in a good spot. So I think it's a much-deserved extension. Like, if he wanted it, he should have had the opportunity to remain the AD, and he obviously does. So congratulations to Ray Tanner. And, uh, you know, by the looks of things across the board, you know, we'll see what happens to Lamont Paris. We'll see what happens in regards to the future of Mark Kingston, the Gamecocks baseball program. But it feels like, at least, across the board, South Carolina athletics, the athletic department as a whole, is trending upward. And Ray Tanner has a lot to do with that. <clears throat> so I would say congratulations. And, uh, you know. Anyways. Good stuff. Good stuff. Jimmy Sexton is the GOAT. No, he is. Jimmy Sexton is the GOAT. Absolutely. He is absolutely the GOAT. Lynn Turner says, Ray Tanner's done a great job on facilities and raising money. The AD has a bigger job than just hiring. That's a very good point. That is a very, very, very good point. Um, By the way, guys, yeah, the, the Drake tickets are a uh, – they're a no-go. They're a no-go. I, I don't even think you can get tickets for, like, a face value price. It's all just resale. So – it's just ridiculous, honestly. Yeah, 400, no, excuse me. $307 is the cheapest Drake ticket. Yep, I am good on that. <laughs> I am good on that nope 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 
Let's see. Coleman, baseball slid backwards since Tanner left. Sure, COVID has some blame, but not has not been great. Men's basketball was great in 2017, but what else has happened? Football has been a laughing stock of underachievement other than two games in 2022. Coleman, I feel like that's a little harsh on the football side, my guy. I mean, the bottom line is this. Whether the, ten, the first 10 games went how you or I or anybody else would have preferred, you went eight and four and you finished the season with back-to-back top 10 victories. I mean, that's a little harsh on the football. And, and then year one of Beamer, you also achieved great things. You massively overachieved. And you won a bowl game. Massively overachieved. So, I mean, let me ask you this, Coleman, and everybody else. This is a great question. Beamer's first two years, how would you grade it? I mean, I, I think Beamer has worked out as well as anyone could have hoped for, could have imagined. Because the bottom line is this. When he was hired, it was a roll of the dice. The guy had never been a head coach before. The only, the only, you know, he had been an assistant here, there, worked under some guys, and his last name was Beamer. Those were his qualifications. So his first two years have been a, a, a massive success in my mind. A massive success. And yes, Coleman, I did expect us to get destroyed against Tennessee, but we didn't. <laughs> so my expectations don't really matter all that much, right? My expectations don't really matter. Um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But I mean, I, I would say, I would say football is going about damn near as well as you could have asked for. I mean, I know the offense wasn't wasn't great last year for ninety percent of the season, but the bottom line is it's you won eight games. Like you won eight games, coming off of two and eight and four and eight, you've gone seven and six and eight and five. I mean, I I just. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. The offense sucked. The offense sucked. But I, I still would say on the football side of things, Coleman, I would say right now you have just as much momentum, if not more, than anybody in college football. So, Carolina football is in a good place. It's trending up. right As of right now, it's trending up. Now, if you go 6-6 six and six this year, we're having a different combo. But as of right now, you're trending up. You're trending up. I, that's what I would say. Baseball, hey, we got a long season to go. You're right. I mean, Coleman, you're right. We, we've got, this is a huge, huge. And so, you know what that even more so, I'll tell you this about Ray Tanner. You know what that more so says? 
If this season goes awry for whatever reason, I don't think it's going to. I think most of us don't think it's going to, but if expectations aren't met and Mark Kingston gets the ax, guess what? It'll be Ray Tanner making that coaching hire. It's guaranteed now. It'll be Ray Tanner making that coaching hire. So. Okay, so it sounds like, all right. And this, again, the thing I like about Coleman Hall when he comments, it's like the beauty is truly in the banter. He doesn't, I don't feel like Coleman, you take anything personally. We're able to just have back and forth conversation. I take nothing personally. It's just good fun combo, to be honest. So he says no reason to judge by old standards of the transfer portal and other programs doing great so quick. So, Coleman, what it sounds like to me is what you're saying is that the turnaround isn't as impressive as it would have been in the old days because everybody is winning quickly. And if you don't win quickly, you should be out. I, that's what it's – I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but that's what it sounds like you are saying. And I will give you credit that with the portal – you know, five- and six-year rebuilds are now taking two years, right? Like, coaches aren't getting five, six years to do it because I don't know that it really takes five to six years. If you go out in the portal, you get guys, you can turn it around really quick. So, you know, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but but I'll just say this. When Beamer was hired... I don't like if you would have told me you're gonna go, you're gonna win seven in a bowl game in year one, gonna win eight games in the regular season, and beat the arch rival in year two. That would have been a dream start to his tenure. It would have been a dream start. To your point, Coleman, it all comes down to the offense. It all comes down to the offense. I've said it many times. I've said it over and over and over and over again. Right? That Beamer's tenure. I mean, this you know. It's, it's the offseason for football. Even though we're in spring practice, it's the offseason. Everybody's 0-0. You know, there hasn't been a bad play call yet. There, haven't, there hasn't been a game in which we, we stunk it up offensively yet. People had these same feelings about Marcus Satterfield two years ago, even last year somewhat. So, my point and why I say that is this. Everybody's Dowell Loggins is going to cook. Dowell Loggins is going to be this. He's going to be that. He very well might be. I love everything he said to this point. Honestly, he has addressed, it feels like, everything in his media availability when he speaks, you know, when he talks about offense, it's music to our ears. But Dowell Loggins, that's the hire that's going to determine Beamer's future here. That's the hire that has to hit. It has to. It absolutely has to. I've said it over and over and over and over and over, and we'll keep saying it going into the season because it's true. It's just true. I mean, he knows that. They all know that. But it has to work. It just has to work. Because if it doesn't, you go from sat, which was a complete and utter failure, to the story around Dowell Loggins, it won't matter who's vouched for him. It won't matter what NFL guy said this or what college guy said that or what other school wanted him or what. None of that will matter. The narrative will be it was a bad hire. It was a guy that did not have a resume. He had never succeeded. He had never been part of a team with an offense worth a shit. That, that, that's what the narrative will be. There won't be any sugarcoating it. I don't think Gamecock fans are going to give any sort of grace period. I, I don't see it. I think Gamecock fans want to win now. Gamecock fans want to score 
now, right? I don't think anybody's going to be patient. I, I don't see patience being a part of this season. I don't think patience is a theme of this season. I don't see it. I don't see it. You start one and two, God forbid, let's say, you know, two and four, two and five, one and four, it's going to be ugly. Like, people are going to be very upset. That goes without saying, of course, but I'm just saying that the offense has got to work. It's got to work because here's the thing, and, and I hate to even bring his name up. I hate to bring his name up, but but Will Muschamp didn't – Will Muschamp, his, his reputation became his reputation over time. It wasn't like when he first became, became a head coach, oh, well, he's just known for his offenses sucking. No, he just made – Bad OC hire after bad OC hire after bad OC hire. And eventually, it became, well, a staple of his teams are his offenses stink. So, Dowell Loggins needs to work so that we're not saying the same thing about Shane Beamer in three years. Well, you know, his defense is solid. They're opportunistic. His special teams are elite, but the offenses are the weak link of his football teams. Like, that is the last narrative you want to have. Because I don't give a damn how good the special teams is and your defense being opportunistic, that's great. But if you can't score points, you're just not going to last very long as a head football coach. And I, We all believe in Beamer. I mean, Beamer ball to the freaking moon. I tell people all the time and I'm dead serious and I wouldn't be releasing merch with his name on it if I didn't believe in him as the head coach. Bottom line, I wouldn't do it. I don't want to sell t-shirts that badly. So I believe, we all believe in Shane Beamer, the offensive side. And, and they know that. Everything I'm saying, they all know that. They all know that, but it just has to happen. Like, Dowell Loggins has to be the correct answer. Has to be. And this goes back to what we said when Garrett Riley was hired at Sucks. Guys, that hiring puts more pressure on the Dowell Loggins thing. It does. I don't give a damn what you say. It does. It does. Because if he goes up there and has success and Klubnik's throwing it all over the yard and, and they're exciting and they're fun to watch and we're still sputtering, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. And people, you know, the I mean, guys, who can forget last year the rumblings? I won't say rumblings, but the chatter after the Florida game. I mean, there were fans, some folks who sit there right now and, and sing Beamer's praises that will sit there and they, they were questioning him as the head coach after that Florida game. We're questioning Beamer as the head coach. So it can turn very quickly in football, very quickly. But it can turn positively and it can turn negatively. Very fast. Very, very fast. So all this hype and this hoopla and this excitement and, you know, Beamer's the greatest. He can do no wrong. You go out there and lose to UNC 38-14 to 14 and the offense looks like shit. Well, here we go. We're, we're right back to where we were after Florida. I mean, we're right back there. We're right back there. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just telling you that, like, Dowell Loggins has to work. We've said it time and time again. And we'll keep talking about it, though. We'll keep talking about it because it's one of the biggest storylines of this season. What's the offense going to look like under Dowell Loggins? Can Dowell Loggins make us all forget about his horrific resume? And his resume is horrific. It is. I don't give a damn what anybody says. It's horrific. It's terrible. Doesn't mean he's not going to be good here, but his resume stinks. 
He does. So, hey, let Loggins cook. I'm all about it. He's our guy. We got to rock with him. And I think he's he said all the right things to the media. He said a lot of things. And if Beamer believes in him, then damn it, I guess we all should too. But that question mark, that's a big question mark going into this season. Austin War says that Florida game was the best thing that could have happened to that team. It lit a fire in their ass. Austin, I, I'll say this. I disagree to a point. I, I, I'll say this. Like, I don't think we played any harder the last two weeks. I think what you saw is we finally took the play-calling duties or took Marcus Satterfield out of the driver's seat. That, that's what happened. That is flat out what happened. If you needed to get your butt whooped and get embarrassed to get a, a fire lit under your ass, that that is not a that's not a positive, Austin. That 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 right there, like if your coaching can't just get you fired to play, that's a problem. If you if you if you need to get embarrassed to get to get a fire lit under your ass, that says something about you. No, I think what happened was again, Marcus Satterfield after that, we know this. We know this for a fact, by the way. He was taken out of the driver's seat. Guys like Freddie Kitchens and others, we're going to simplify. We're going to scale this thing down. Right? That's what happened. We simplified. And that just fixed everything. Anyways. um, Lynn Turner, I would prefer a shutdown defense than offense that can eat up clock and score enough. I'm not on the gotta score big train. Well, Lynn, you may not be, but that's college football. It just is. I, I mean, you, I'm not saying, Lynn, you gotta score 50 a game and we're gonna play Big 12 football and we're not gonna have a defense, but if you can't score, you can't win. You're not winning a game 20 to 17 anymore. You're not winning a game 17 to 14. Like you, if you can't average at minimum 30 per game, at minimum. And really, if you're going to be elite, Lynn, I think you need to be averaging high 30s. You, you just do. Even Georgia last year, yeah, their defense was elite, but they could score too. They could score. Hunter Kelly, what's up, man? What's going on? DD Short, over under 31.5 points per game in 2023. What's the realistic expectation for us per game for us this year? D.D. Short, I think it's got to be – I think it, the expectation should be over that. I mean, dude, you finished last year. You finished last year. Over 30 points per game. And the offense stunk for 90% of the season. So, I mean, you ain't even got to be that good to score 30 a game. You know? You really don't. Anyways, guys, we'll go ahead and jump into another break. I see all your questions rolling in. We'll talk about the Ray Tanner extension, um, some more kind of football, if you like, all that and more. On the other side, you're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, are back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this 
Friday, March the 17th, 2022. Let's dive right back into your questions. Uh, Hunter Kelly says he's been busy with work all week. Hey, appreciate you tuning in, my guy. Bruin Nation, are we excited about the Tanner extension? Um, Are we excited? I mean, I, I think it's just kind of, I mean, I, you know, I, I like Ray Tanner, so I'm not like upset about it. I'm just kind of, okay, we're just continuing to move forward as as normal, we've got the the same AD. I mean, I'm I'm you know I'm fine with it. I'm not you know I'm not like throwing a throwing a party today or anything. But I mean I'm you know I'm cool with it. I like Ray Tanner. I got no problems with Ray. Again, I think he's gotten way too much of the blame over the years. To be honest, uh, Coleman says, "Why did we take ten games of terrible offense to say, hey, maybe we should simplify this?" <laughs> That's a goal. Yeah, it's a great question. He says, yes, our defense is going to be worse. More than likely, too much talent has departed. <clears throat> Aaron Thompson also says, take out the defensive scores. Where is the offense points per game? That's a great point, Aaron. I mean, it's listen, it's a team game, no doubt, but that's a that's a that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um Coleman says, my personal thoughts. It took so long because Sat was a reflection on Shane, and Shane's ego wouldn't let him admit that Sat wasn't the right guy, because then Shane would look like he couldn't make the right decisions. You know what's funny? Like we'll, we'll never know. <laughs> we'll just never know. Um, <clears throat> Travi, I mean, you, listen, you're right. Football's a it is a three-phase game for sure, but I get the points of, like, the offense has to be better because you're not going to be able to always depend on, like, special teams scoring a touchdown. Are you? I mean, I guess, you know, Beamer's teams, Frank Beamer's teams at Vatech, they made it happen, but I don't know. Coleman says, Spencer threw for 18 touchdowns, Doty threw two, Kai threw two, and Joyner threw one. So minus the special teams, we're looking at 21 touchdowns passing. Rushing, Lloyd ran for nine. CBS ran for five. Bell ran for three. Juju ran for two. Joyner ran for two. Juice, Doty, and Brooks ran for one. That's 24 rushing touchdowns in total. 45 touchdowns, which amounts to roughly 315 points. 315 divided by 13, purely 24.2 offensive points per game which the math might be a little bit off here or there, but I, I get what you're saying, Coleman. I mean, again, the purely just the offense, it's even outside. I, I And I think what that more so speaks to, though, is because that Tennessee game, unless my, my memory slips me, that wasn't a game that was really aided by – like, we just beat their ass. That wasn't a game that was aided by special teams, Right? That wasn't a game aided by special teams. And I apologize for getting for getting off topic, but I'm almost in shock here because on the weekend pick'em for 11.7, South Carolina, Georgia, both Ben Upton and Dimitri, they are both picking Georgia to win the series. Wow. Wow. Wow, that is that is shocking. Okay. 
Anyways, anyways, 25.8 points per game, actually, he says. Yeah, Rattler ran for three touchdowns. So, 25.8 points per game. But yeah, the offense has got to be better. No question. It's got to be better. It's got to be better. Has to be better. The, yeah, the the boys over at 11.7. I don't know what is going on with them, but yeah, I don't know. They apparently think the dogs will will get it done. They apparently think the dogs will get it done. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting to say the least. Let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines here. Call from Hunter. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. What's you? I'm doing fantastic. Great to hear from you, my friend. What's up? Yeah, I I just been working all week. Just tired as hell. Finally got off. Um, it was so with the whole uh, you, you know how Devin Leary, I think he can uh, committed to Kentucky. Um, mm-hmm. do you think we uh, do you think they might put up a good game with us? Because uh, they got they got that quarterback, or do you think it's going to be the same thing? Well, I you know I I've learned to with that Kentucky game. Hunter, I, I've just learned that that's always going to be a tough game. It's always going to yeah. be a tough game. You know, Mark Stoops, the program he's built. You know, I I, I don't think Kentucky is going to be a, a like a nine win team or anything crazy like that. But I, I just this no, Kentucky's right. not Vandy anymore. They're they're just not. I mean, that goes without saying. I mean, they they've been solid for the past seven eight years, what have you. So Kentucky will be a tough game. And listen, you have them on your home field though. It's later in the season, so you feel confident. I mean, I think that's a game. You oh, should yeah. win. Yeah, you I expect to win. You throw in the win column, but I, I think for sure it will. Uh, you know, I think for sure it'll be a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and with the whole baseball schedule, uh, I know, I know it moved to like two o'clock or something. What I heard on Twitter, uh, I guess with Georgia. Um, so what's your prediction on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're going to win the series two out of three. I mean, the, the double header doesn't necessarily change my prediction. I will say it's, it's an interesting new dynamic. But uh, yeah. I, I don't think the doubleheader really changes the series all that much. You know, which team is able to better, I don't know, withstand the doubleheader. I, I don't think it's much of a storyline, though, outside of just it's when the games are being played. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've got Carolina taking two of three. I, I think it'll be a hard-fought series. I really do at their place. But you go on the road in the SEC and, and take two games, and, I mean, I think you just you take that every time, man. I think you'll take that every single time. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, that's all I needed, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, Hunter, I appreciate the call. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, man, take care. Great stuff from our friend Hunter. Just over here on, uh, looks like collegefootballnews.com has really changed up their, uh, has really changed up their website here. I don't know what's going on. So, anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Georgia does have better offensive numbers. Yeah, for sure. Georgia's been swinging it well. They're hitting uh, 337, I think. 337 right now. So, they are... They're crushing the baseball. I am really surprised, though, to see them picking Georgia to win it. I mean, I, I know they've been solid. Don't get me wrong.
they replied to me and said, uh, do you not know what this means? It guarantees a Cox victory. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Apparently they're the kiss of death. Let's see. Coleman says, we averaged 32.15 points per game. We gave up 28.85 points per game. So nearly 6.4 points per game from defense and special teams. And we lose every game on average if we didn't score a touchdown from the defense and special teams. I, listen, Coleman, I mean, you you may I mean you make great points, and I'll say this though. Both I think of these things can be true. The offense needs to improve. Also, though, like, I, I don't think what you, I, I don't know that looking at it from the from the viewpoint of completely take away the defense and the special teams making plays. Because there are three phases of the game. And they're all three important. And I don't really ever see a season where we don't make some opportunistic plays on defense and we don't make plays on, I mean, certainly special teams, right? I mean, Beamer ball, dude. Beamer ball to the freaking moon. It's here to stay. Like, special teams plays are here to stay. With that being said, though, I agree with you, Coleman. You know, I I, I don't know that it, you can lean on it as a reason to believe that you're going to win 8, 9, 10. Like, you have to be well-rounded, be great in all three phases. So the offense has got to be better, no doubt. No doubt. I, I 110%. 110% agree. So it, there's three phases of the game, but you definitely cannot be in a position to where – you know, well, the offense isn't very good, but we're going to lean on defense and special teams doing something for us. It's like, that's, you're putting them in a rough spot. You know what I mean? You're putting those guys in a, in a really tough spot. So. Coleman's is not trying to take away the totality of the game, but we need to do a lot better on offense. And it shouldn't have taken 10 games for us to scrap Einstein's 1 million component offense. We got pups in the studio again. Of course. Pups in the studio. Pups in the studio. Pups in the studio. <laughs> Anyways, guys, phone lines are open. We've had uh, Robbie, Savage, and Hunter all call in, the, the Holy Trinity. All we're missing is Rebecca, and we'll complete the day. Or Dale, yeah. Need to get Dale too. Why not? We just, why can't we just get Dale and Rebecca on the same call? Why not, guys? In case you missed it, uh, double header tomorrow. The baseball game tonight has been postponed. The baseball game tonight has been postponed. So. We will go live tomorrow still. We'll go live 2 o'clock for game one. Again, I would imagine that'll be about a three-hour or so game. Right? About three hours or so. And uh, so five, five-ish, five five-fifteen-ish. And then game two will start an hour 
after game one concludes. So probably about 6.15, 6.30. Uh, game two will get underway. Madison is the first doubleheader for the Cox this year. No, it is not. We had a doubleheader against uh, – who did we have a doubleheader against? Did, didn't we have one against Bethune-Cookman? Did we not? Am I – I'm almost positive we had a doubleheader already. Yeah, we had a, we had a doubleheader against Bethune-Cookman. Won 8-5 to five and 10-3. to three. Yeah. Yeah, we've already had a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only one. Yes, that is the only one. So we've had a single doubleheader, but uh, yeah. So right, yeah. So on the website, on South Carolina's website, they are they are projecting the games being at two o'clock and then six o'clock tomorrow. So be a long full day of baseball, full day of baseball. Anyways, guys, 843-790-337. I'm really excited for the spring tour to get underway next week, next Thursday in Columbia. And then again, we'll run throughout every single Thursday through the end of April. Uh, All the details are on social media. But in case you missed it, the schedule looks like this. Again, starting on March the 23rd and then every Thursday following until April 27th, we're going Columbia, downtown Greenville, Woodruff Road, Somerville, Fort Mill, and then finally Myrtle Beach. What's going to be really fun about a lot of those, or at least a decent number of those, is some of them will serve as live stream watch-alongs, right? Some of them will serve as live stream watch-alongs. So we will watch Carolina baseball together so the first one we will not because the Gamecocks take on Mizzou all weekend but the second tour date when we were at um when we are at downtown Greenville the Gamecocks take on Mississippi State in start one that game is actually on SEC network on the big channel that'll be a seven o'clock first pitch so really really excited for that uh the following how about the following Thursday Thursday April the 6th our, our Woodruff Road spot. The Gamecocks will take on the number one ranked LSU Tigers. How about that? In Columbia. So that'll be a really exciting one. Uh, the following weekend, no, because that'll be the weekend of the spring game and the Gamecocks are at Vanderbilt. So that'll be an open. That, that'll, be the, that'll, that'll be the Somerville location. And then we've got Fort Mill and Myrtle Beach remaining. So for the Fort Mill location... The Gamecocks take on Florida at Founders Park. That game's on ESPNU. And then our final stop, the 27th in Myrtle. The Gamecocks do not play. They play Auburn that weekend at home, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So a couple of those with some big games. A couple of those with some really, really big games. Going to be a lot of fun for sure. We got the pup that wants to play right now. Puppies in the studio that want to play. Puppies in the studio. Uh, let's see. Coleman, it says, I think the run D was also brutalized by a lack of talent. Other than Pickens, we didn't have much talent due to injury and youth. All due respect to the highly rated five-star who left our program, but he not live up to the expectations. Who were our linebackers? A shot up front, a shoddy front seven 
with no experience at linebackers, bound to be bad at stopping the run. I mean, that's a great point. That's a great point. That's why you're seeing them recruit that, recruit the front seven so heavily. I mean, that's why you're seeing them do it. That's absolutely why you're seeing them do it. So, overtime with the CLA between South Florida and Marquette, I believe, right? Yeah. South Florida Marquette tied at 59. So it sounds like the Gamecocks will not start at 2 o'clock then. Is that right, Brendan? I, I would assume they're not going to start at 2. <clears throat> so Gamecocks will play after this first game at CLA, but uh, South Florida Marquette are going to OT. So they will play at the conclusion of that game or probably like 30 minutes after, something like that. Let's see. Coach Ford, how about Coach Ford commenting? Do the pieces being written about Loggins talking about the offense seem a bit sketchy to anyone besides me? Reads like he is searching for details. Coach Ford, I have not seen that. I have. Uh, I have not seen that. Brendan says, how is it a live stream watch along if you aren't live streaming? Brendan, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I'm confused. We, Brendan, we are going to live stream tomorrow. I said we are. I'm confused. Brendan, please clear. I don't know what Brendan's talking about. <laughs> I don't know what Brendan's talking about. Um, what do you mean? Oh, what do you mean, my guy? Shh. Puppies in the studio. Puppies in the studio. Maybe, maybe a, oh, the alehouse games. Well, we probably won't do a live stream watch along for those. Yeah. Yeah. For the alehouse games, we probably won't do a live stream watch along. Yeah. We'll probably, we'll just watch the games together. We will watch them live in person together. But yeah, we will not. I don't, I don't know that there would even be a, I don't know. I mean, we could potentially set it up that way. I mean, yeah, it'd just be a watch party. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I misspoke earlier. Um, I mean, I could technically mic myself up and I mean we could do that. We could do that. But I but I feel like at that point it would sort of just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we 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 could on one hand do that. I'll figure that out. I'll figure that out. Anyways, excited to get back down to Columbia. Man, I haven't been to Columbia in quite a while. It's been I mean I have not been to Columbia since the Tennessee game. Have not been at all. So, looking forward to it. It's always a good time. It's always a good time down there. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Dale texting in. Let's see. Can y'all see? No, y'all probably can't see this. Got a little puppy head right here. Oh, 
little, little snout right there. Got a little snout right. Oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. Uh, Dale texts in, says, most of the time if I call, I ain't home, and Becca's usually at Keith's place playing Crash Bandicoot. Next time I'm at the house during the show, I'll try and get her on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Dale, for the update. Appreciate that. Thank you, Dale, for the update. Uh, guys, again, in case you missed it, no game tonight. Doubleheader tomorrow. No game tonight. Doubleheader tomorrow. And the game, of course, 3 o'clock Sunday. Um, Marquette, South Florida. Again, they are in overtime at Colonial Life Arena. So the Gamecocks game will be pushed back because of it. Let's see. Mm -mm -mm. It's not a, no, he, he's not a German Shepherd, no. He is a bit of a mutt, but he's not a German Shepherd, no. Lynn Turner says, might be fun for those of us who are hours away from any of the L House tour locations. Well, the only thing about it, Lynn, that I would say would be really tough about that is, is the entire point of the Alehouse tour stuff. And, and if you go to any of the events, right, it's – it's and, and I – because last summer, you know, we thought about should I live stream this when I do it as well. But I thought, you know, the focus here is on the people that are here. You know what I mean? The focus here is on the people who are here. And I don't want to take away from the people who have taken their time and their energy um, to come out to the event and be distracted by doing a live stream. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I, I think we'll probably just do a watch party and we'll watch the game together, but I will not be doing any sort of live stream um, when I'm at Carolina Alehouse. Guys, we'll jump into one final break. Coach Ford, the Alehouse stuff will normally start at, like, 6 o'clock. And it'll kind of run the night. That's what we did last summer. Um, Ale House likes us to push 6 o'clock because that's when happy hour starts or that's during happy hour. So I'll get to the Ale House spots around like 5 or so, 5.15. And then the event will officially start at 6 o'clock. So there you go. Guys, we'll jump into one final break. On the side, more of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Final 10 minutes or so here on the Daily Crow. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-337. It's been a rainy day here in the upstate as uh, we close out the week. And again, guys, thank you all so much for yet another fantastic week. Content just bleeding out the eyeballs, everything rolling full steam ahead. Uh, thank you. Truly thank you. Grateful to get to go live and chat with you guys and banter with you guys each and every single day. Um, really appreciative and again, thankful for the love and support you guys show on a day in day out basis. Uh, 843-790-3377. Um, let's see. Aaron Thompson. 
I don't know if you're talking to me or not, but he says, you've been critical of the hire even before he was hired. Give him a damn chance. If nothing else, it's a proven fact that his recruiting has already benefited the program. Aaron, I'll just speak from my perspective. I haven't seen a whole lot of criticism of Dowell Loggins that, in my opinion, hasn't been well warranted. Um, I think there are positives to him. And you, you look at, I mean, the, the pickup of, of Nicholas Harbor, like you mentioned, Aaron, the recruiting successes, the relationships they're building. I mean, that that's all a plus. That's all a major positive. And also the way that people speak about him, the relationships he's built in the coaching world. Those things are all great. And the fact that, and what really matters above all else is that Shane Beamer, who we trust so greatly at the helm of the football program, believes in him. On the other side, Aaron, there are also things to question and to be critical of. For example, the resume, the experience, the production or lack thereof everywhere he has been. I don't think many people have been that unfair about the criticism. So I think everybody's given the guy a chance. I think everyone is is anxiously awaiting to see what is going to happen. But forgive Gamecock fans, Aaron, if maybe they're a little bit hesitant after giving no-name Marcus Satterfield a chance, and when he was hired, many of the same things were said about Sat. Great relationships, he's this, he's that, and he stunk. So, I, I just, I understand where people are coming from. I get people's reservations. I don't think the, um, yeah, it doesn't show, it doesn't show Aaron, you are relying to co- you're applying to Coach Ford. I just, and I spoke from my own perspective, but I, I think the, the banter around Dowell Loggins has been fair. Now, I, I will say Coach Ford, I, you know, I haven't seen what Coach Ford's talking about, so I can't speak to is it over the top, is it overly negative, whatever. Um, but here's the bottom line. Here's this. I mean, we're, we're, we're having these combos about him with the media and stuff because it is, it is the, quote-unquote, offseason. You know, it is, you know, the time of year that it is. We don't have any football right now. We just want something to talk about. But it'll all come down to how we do on the field. Points scored, you know, everything. That, that, that's what it'll come down to, right? That's what it'll come down to. So all that media stuff is, is fine to talk about right now. But if you're not scoring points, none of it really matters anyways. So none of it matters anyways. Coleman, I think Spencer's a lot better than his numbers in 2022. He was number five in SEC in total passing yards, eighth in passing touchdowns. He threw the most interceptions in the SEC. That's what we forget, dude. He threw the most picks in the league. That's crazy. That's crazy, dude. Mm. Yeah, I, I really hope to see Spencer Rattler make that jump and be the guy from the start that we thought he was going to be last year. Because if he is, you've got a great shot. You know, coaches get way too much of the credit, way too much of the blame. It comes down to players making plays. It'll be on Spencer Rattler's right shoulder to, uh, to carry this football team. You know, I said it last year. You'll go as far as seven takes you. You can kind of say that again. I mean, really, truly, you can kind of say that again. How about Kennesaw State? Leads number three, Xavier, three seed Xavier, 43 to 36 at halftime. Dude, March Madness is crazy, bro. The parody in college basketball is, is wild.
Anyways, guys. Look, look, oh, 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 there he is. There he is. We got a Rio appearance. Look at him. Look at that. <laughs> oh, love that. Love that. I can't pick him up for obvious reasons. Oh. Yeah, can't pick him up. But... Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> Oh, man. Love it. Love it. Anyways, guys, appreciate y'all sincerely, man. The love, the support. Like I said, right now, this time of year, I, I know, admittedly, things slow down a little bit. It's a little bit different vibe. But, but you guys, you guys, you know, keep me wanting to show up each and every single day and do this and stay after it. And this is one of the big reasons, one of the big drivers for me that, again, keeps us going and keeps pushing us. So thank you all so much. Uh, you know, I, I, I say it a lot, but the, the people that call into this show and the people that leave questions and, and engage and banter, you guys have no idea how much you help and how much you contribute, how much you inspire on a daily basis in regards to content. Because there's a lot of times where people ask questions or bring up certain topics that I will then, you know, go down the rabbit hole that I wouldn't probably talk about or maybe I would not think to talk about if it were not for the people tuned in that are engaging. So truly, truly, thank you all so much. I appreciate it. I, I'm, I'm grateful for each and every single one of you. Um, it's an absolute blast to, to do this each and every single day. Uh, anyways, let's see. Aaron says, replacing the entire offensive line, not having any proven running back at all worries me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the offensive line, I, I think you've got a lot of bodies back. You definitely lose some experienced players, but I think until you have – until these offensive linemen that you've recruited, until they've gotten a couple years under their belt and they're ready to contribute, I think offensive line is probably going to be a question mark. I think it's probably going to be a question mark. And then the running back position, certainly. I mean, again, that's one where you just got to build it through the portal. You're going to have to. You're going to have to build it through the portal. So um, I think you will see South Carolina both at running back and edge. I think they will be active. I think they will be active. And Shane Beamer's shown that, right? He's not just going to sit around and – and hope it gets better or what have you. He, he's going to be active in the portal, no doubt. He's going to be active in the portal. So, um, again, I, I fully expect that to happen, and I think they'll go get the guys that we need, no question. I think they will go get the guys that we need. South Florida gets the dub. South Florida beats, beats Marquette. And now the Gamecocks will tip off probably in about 30 minutes or so. So coming up soon, coming up soon. 67-65, South Florida beats Marquette. Really close game, really good game. This game upcoming will not be a close game. It may not even be a good game. It'll be a good game for us. But <laughs> in regards to entertainment value, uh, I think the Gamecocks are going to run away with this one, guys. Give me South Carolina 93, Norfolk State 38. So I think the Gamecocks will cover. I think they actually cover the spread. Guys, again, appreciate you all. Thank you all so much. Uh, check out the Daily Crow via podcast. If you have not, if you have missed anything throughout the week, you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts on the Spurs Up Show podcast feed, of course. 
Uh, also rate the show, by the way. I want to I want to do that before we get out of here because somebody just left a review um, a couple of days ago. I want to shout them out really quickly. I don't know if it's someone that tunes into the Daily Crow or not, but this guy, Ryan Hemming 22 left a five-star review on iTunes on March the 2nd and said, best Gamecocks pot on the internet. If you're looking for a show where the host wears garnet-colored glasses, move along. Chris tells it like he sees it, doesn't apologize for it. He brings as much passion for USC as he does objectivity. It's no accident that TSUS is where it is today. So, Ryan Hemming, 22, thank you, sir. Genuinely do appreciate it. And, guys, if you have not left a five-star review or a review in general on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Please do so. Tell me what you like about the show. Hey, maybe there's some things you don't like. You want to see improved. I value all the feedback and the reviews, guys, and I truly appreciate those who take the time to do that. With that being said, we've hit 2 o'clock. Jeff Gullage, I see your topic from the day. We will definitely discuss thoughts on preseason football games, no doubt. But again, we've hit 2 o'clock. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much, guys. Have a fantastic weekend. Go Cox, beat Norfolk State, and beat Georgia to hell with Georgia. Y'all have a great weekend, and we will talk to you all on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.